Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Well, we caught up with this young woman uh, often over the summer last year, and it was at World Champs and Indoor Champs, and it was in the heat of battle. Had a little bit of time off, has Zoe Hobbs, but she's starting to build again. She joins us now. G'day, Zoe. G'day. Thank you for having me on. Um, you had a bit of time off, very much well-deserved time off. Um, is it is it rest? Is, do you completely remove yourself from the competitiveness of, of the last 12 months? Because, boy, you had a lot on. Yeah, this, this break was probably the longest I've ever had throughout my athletic season. I had about six to eight weeks off. I sort of started to lose count because we took a holiday, which was quite nice. But usually, I think I'd spoken to you about this before, usually after about a week or two off, I'm itching to come back. But I wasn't quite getting that this time. And I think it's because there wasn't anything next on the horizon. But once I did get back into things and found my routine again, then yes. Yeah. Yeah, it was all good Like once I found that routine again. But it was really nice to have a nice solid break this time. And I think for someone in your position, it must be quite good to A, have that time off and do that reflecting. So as you sat back and on your holiday, did you take time to think about, I mean, for a start, you took point two off your second in about six months. Um, and do you look back at what worked and what didn't? Yeah, I, I guess I took the time after that holiday to really think about that sort of stuff. I really enjoyed just being able to switch off and not have to be on my phone or be be present. I could just like completely switch off from the world. That was quite nice over that, that first week that I'd had off immediately after the Commonwealth Games. And then, and then as I started to get closer to needing to come back to training, that's where I took the time to really reflect on, on the crazy year it's been because there was quite a lot to reflect on. It had been quite a a whirlwind season and yeah there was a number of factors and it was quite cool to come to the table with my team my support team and discuss all of those things and where we're moving um next and forward from here um and in recent times you've just been awarded the taranaki sportswoman of the year i saw that on socials and that's that's pretty cool all the stuff you do internationally and um improving your times and all that but it's, I'd imagine it's quite grounding to get recognised from your region of Taranaki. What, what, what did that award mean to you? Yeah, it meant a lot. And I was really gutted because my flight to go home um, was cancelled. So it meant that I couldn't actually be there in person, which was really annoying. But yeah, it does mean a lot. And I'd actually been home the week prior um, for a Balance is Better campaign, which is all about kids and sport and getting across the right message of what sport means for kids. Um, making sure that we don't specialise early and just having positive reinforcement in sport. So I'd been home the week prior and actually spent some time with some kids who were part of my old athletic club, so that was really grounding. And I love seeing kids part of the sport and love it as much as I do. So, yeah, I love going home and being part of that sort of thing as well. 
Take us back to when you were a youngster and you sort of go along to the athletics club. Uh, I've talked to a few people about this, uh, like Hamish, and um, you know he started off trying hurdles and all that sort of thing. What did you get out of being in an athletics club as a kid? Yeah, so I started at the age of five. It was the first sport that I'd ever got involved in. But when you're that young, like we, especially at the age of five, we didn't actually do proper 100-meter races or anything. It was all about having fun doing relays and um, running those shorter distances. And then as you progress into the older age groups, that's where you get to look forward to trying a few more events. And I remember trying long jump for the first time and being so excited. And then you get to the age of 10 and you can try high jump for the first time. So it's all quite a like gradual progression. And I loved giving everything a go. Even loved giving 1500s a go, believe it or not. So <laughs> um, I'm very much like at a young age, love to try everything and see what I enjoyed the most. And even as a youngster, I did enjoy the jump just as much as the sprint. And it wasn't until the end of high school that I started to specialise in those sprints. Um, I mentioned earlier that in uh, December last year, you broke the New Zealand record of 11.27, and then you got it down to 11.08. In anyone's terms, that's that's rapid improvement. Um, and I don't know the facts, but I'd imagine that's you, your best chunk of improvement in your career. And having followed you for the last wee while, your attention to detail is phenomenal. Um, do you map things out with goals? Um, yeah, so I, I have like key moments of the year where I'll meet with my my support team and then um, particularly Morty and Simon more so, the tight-knit team, and map out where I sort of want to get to. Um, and then we'll review that. So we did one at the end of the comms season. Um, and then it's about bringing people to the table of like, okay, where can we move from here and um, what adjustments can we make to get to X, Y, Z. But yeah, like you said, it was it was a massive jump and I don't think we were expecting to jump that much in one season. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what happened. Maybe we just got everything right in one season and um, yeah, I'm just fortunate to have Morty and Simon and a bunch of brains behind me because the work that they put in is incredible. You went off to the world, you did the indoors, which is 60 metres, and I was quite excited that you were going to go there because one of your strengths, again, my uneducated view, was you've always had an amazing start. You seem to reach your top speed really quickly, and I thought 60 metres is going to be right in your wheelhouse. Have you got an appetite to to do a bit more 60 metre stuff? Yeah, I would love to. Unfortunately, the world indoors has been cancelled, or postponed, I should say, at the start of next year. Um, but I would like to head over to the US and dabble in a bit more of the, the indoor stuff because it just keeps it fun. And I, I love, like I said, trying new distances and especially those 60s. It is, I think, where my specialty lies. Um, if I can get a bit more experience running over that distance, then that would be amazing. And so, yeah, that is one thing that we'll target at the start of um, our domestic season, head over to the US and Trust more indoor stuff there. So, as far as your hundred meters goes, what's the focus? Is it is it that fifty to eighty meter part of the hundred meters? Where's the focus of improvement for you now? Um, at the moment, we're trying to get more stride length. So, for my height, I'm actually not getting the optimal amount of stride in my um, length. So, my cadence is good. I'm just trying to mix the two together so trying to keep that cadence but also getting a bit more um, length to my stride and hopefully knock off even even if you knock off one step that's huge in a 100 meter because you're you're talking about small increments so 
yeah, just trying to get that get number down and get more length out of my stride. Yeah, so I, 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 read, I read that you've dropped it from 52 strides to 51. Now, that doesn't sound much, but when you equate it, as you say, if your cadence, if, you, if the rate of steps is the same, but you're reducing it by one step, that's two metres. Yeah, yeah, so that's probably where he would have been. Um, part of my time dropping last season was, would have been because of that, that drop in um, the total number of steps over the 100. Super spikes. What the heck are super spikes? Yeah, we've seen a massive shift in the spikes that, that are at market now compared to what they were uh, a couple of years ago. So they really only just brought them out at the start of ne- uh, uh, sorry at the start of last year. Um, now the difference is that they've got a bit more foam on the forefoot, so I guess it gives a bit more energy return. Whereas before it was essentially just carbon to hard ground, so you wouldn't wouldn't get any spring out of the shoe. Um, yeah, massive developments going on in shoe shoe mm-hmm. stuff. So. And what was yeah. there, where is there a shoe that was um, like deemed illegal or something? I remember reading something about the arches or basically the bottom of the shoe had had developed too much spring and they outlawed it. Did I read that? Yeah. Right? That- that might be marathons because marathons you'll see like they double the height or the pitch and compared to what we get in sprinting, sprinting they're not nearly half as high. But yeah, I think you there was a there was an issue with accessibility of shoes and I think for them to be legal they have to be available at market for everyone because mm. uh, there was a problem where companies were developing them and giving them to runners and them not being available to everyone. So that's part of the shoe requirement now. You have to actually check shoes before major competitions now to make sure that they actually meet the spec and that they're legal. Now, I know, I know how hard you work. I know um, I mentioned your attention to detail. What part of being a professional athlete brings you the most joy? Um, I think for me, being a sprinter and knowing like how how much it's taken because like I said I've, I've been doing the sport since I was five um, I actually grew up so much of my life being told that I couldn't be successful as a 100 metre sprinter and even even being like tried to be convinced to become a hurdler because some people would say that that's a better pathway but to actually stick my guns and do the 100 and prove to myself that I can that I'm capable over the 100 and to represent New Zealand in that event is probably the most special part um and once you're out there in front of a full crowd it's just there's nothing that compares to it like especially in Birmingham with the full crowd it was just nuts like <laughs> I just love that about the sport yeah and in that black uniform and the silver fern it, it was magnificent right so we're now mid-November what does your season look like from from here forward um I probably I'm I'm not too keen to open over a 100 um, I might open over 200 um, and then we've got the night of fives which is a handicap event where they stag you based on your PV so that's a bit of fun um, we'll do that in December and then pots will probably be my first opener for the New Zealand season if not maybe a McKinnon shield before that um, just to get ready and then would like to do some indoor stuff around Feb in the US fantastic and then Second time for nationals. P- 
perfect, perfect. And you know we're going to follow you every step of the way, even though your steps are a little bit quick for us to keep up. Um, and, and finally, we congratulated you last time on uh, graduating. And a little birdie tells me a nutrition business is starting to manifest, Miss Zoe Hobbs. Yes, yeah, so that's been going on for quite some time in the background. Um, been quite a few things going on. I just finished study as well. Um, I was doing a, the International Olympic Committee run a, a sports nutrition course. So I just finished part one of that. Um, and yeah, starting up a, a business called Athlosat. So that's looking to this athlete and really exciting. Um, another area that I'm really passionate about and being able to stay in the sporting space as well is really cool. Absolutely brilliant. Well, appreciate, as always, how you always make time for us here. I know our listeners love uh, sharing in your journey, so we're looking forward to a fantastic summer, particularly the 200. I'm going to be watching that. Um, <laughs> you'll be leading round the turn, and then I'll be screaming, hang on, Zoe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see how that one goes. The thing, I think it was like July 2021 was the last time I've run a tour, so it should be interesting, but also a bit of fun. Yeah, fantastic. Zoe, appreciate your time as always. Thanks so much. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.